Everybody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Hey, what's up? I'm former Bills receiver Stevie Johnson, and you're listening to Nate and the fellas on the Circling the Wagons podcast. It's only one way to roll. That's the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills, baby. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hello everyone, welcome to a special preview episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Nate. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We have a really fun episode planned for you guys. But first, this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. If you're in the western New York or central New York area, do yourself a favor. Check out the DeLago Resort and Casino. It is the jewel of Waterloo. So this next guest I'm really excited to have on the podcast. There are just certain folks that you interact with from other fan bases on social media where you read their tweets or see their retweets or of their work, and you're just like, I feel like this guy gets it, and he's not just a homer, he or she or whatever the case is. And this guy, is, it, I feel like, is right in that exact mold. And this gentleman is named Scooter. He's at Lil Scooter, L-I-L Scooter, uh, 254 on Twitter. If you guys want to follow him, I do. He's a great follow. Um, I want to welcome uh, Scooter to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Scooter, it is so good to uh, finally hook up with you. How are you doing? All right, man, I'm doing fine. appreciate you for having me, man. That's, a, that's an honor for sure. No, this is a, it, I'm so happy that like you were open to it, that you were you know willing to do this. I know it's not in everyone's wheel well, but like I, I see you talking about dolphins, and it's not just like I mean sometimes I feel like I'm a homer too for the Buffalo Bills, even though we do the podcast or whatever. But at the same time, like you have to have some sort of critical thinking of like, hey, everything's not all rainbow and sunshine, you know. And even even right now, like the Dolphins season entering the playoffs. You're not one of those guys that's just like, we got this, we're going to win. You know, Dolphins a million to one, you know, Buffalo. But I, I got to ask you, first of all, this season in general, the Dolphins season in general, like you guys started off 8-3, and three, you're red hot, you beat the Buffalo Bills, as we all as Bills fans know. Um, and then you guys had a five-game, you know, streak. There was a, a loss, five-games loss streak. Uh, you guys went 8-8 eight and eight, uh, in that time frame. You're watching the games prior to this when the Dolphins were eight and three. Could you have predicted at all at that point? Like, hey, maybe they're not the real deal. Or at that point, were you like, the, the Dolphins are one of the best teams in the NFL. They just knocked off the Bills. Um, nah, <laughs> um, you know the, the Tua fans was coming at me saying, you know, sign an apology form and all that. And I was telling all of them like, you know, uh, we we on paper we're a good team. Like we're supposed to be winning or you know being a playoffs or whatever. But I also said I can't put out my the bread. I can't put all the bread in uh, in, the, in the basket because I got to see how Tua performs at the end of the season as clutch moments. 
that that's been his like one of his weaknesses. Like since he's been in the league, like December, January games ain't been too. You know, like he don't play his best best ball, and that's the important time to play. Like when you trying to when the playoff race is tight and everything. So I I just sit back like every year we go on a winning streak, and it be all against below five hundred teams. You know, trash things. So I don't, I don't look deep into that, like, cause that's what we're supposed to do. But like the games that matter the, against the good teams, like that's what I watch more. That's what I watch closely. Like I ain't gonna lie for a second. Um, after that, that that Baltimore game, that fourth quarter, whatever, I'm like, okay, maybe Tua finally gets it. You know, then I like then the game, next game. I'm like, I don't know, maybe he don't like you know, like he, <laughs> yeah. he almost had me that Baltimore game, man. But I ain't gonna count. He almost had me, man. Yeah, he, he, he almost had me. Cause you I'm know, like, man, it's like he he was just doing it, man. So I I, I got a little excited, but I like hold on, let me let me come back now. I gotta wait to see how he do. The rest of the year, if he ball out the rest of the year, I I might jump on board. I said, but I gotta see him that last stretch of the season, and you see, you see how it, you see how it went. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on in general. So like you, a for people that can't tell already, like Scooter is not the biggest Tua fan, and like. I mean, I have to ask you. A couple of years ago, when when the Dolphins drafted him, were you happy then, or were you kind of skeptical at that moment too? Man, I almost cried when we drafted him. Not a good cry. <laughs> I was mad when we drafted him. Like, like I was on Twitter, like even before the draft, when I was telling everybody, like, I don't, I don't think a good, I don't think this is a good pick. I don't believe in Alabama quarterbacks because they be surrounded by the best everything to the point like they don't get to improve on nothing really. I feel like they already. They ceiling be out of reach. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so he was surrounded by the best everything. Got the best line. Got, like, four first-round receivers. Like, they stayed open and all that. And I just knew it wasn't going to be that easy. Like, in in the NFL, especially coming to the Dolphins, our line is kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to have the best line. You ain't going to be able to sit back there five to ten minutes. I know I'm more exaggerating. Five to ten minutes throwing the ball, like – or, you know, the receivers just ain't going to be open right off back every time. Like, you got to throw receivers open and everything. I just knew you're going to struggle with that part of the game. And I just feel like – I feel like, too, he's he probably a good guy, but that's what that's what our fan base do. Like, we get we get emotionally, emotionally like uh, – let me say that. We get emotionally attached to good guys instead of good football players. Oh, really? And – um. Yeah, like, hey, you know, them Tua fans crazy, man. <laughs> I, try I, to battle, I try to battle with them every day. But, yeah, like, I didn't want that pick. I wanted Herbert. I was banging the table for Herbert. I wanted Herbert because Herbert, he didn't have all that that Tua had in college, you know. And I still watch him improve every year, so I still feel like he has some untapped potential, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's still room to grow there. Like, whereas I thought Tua was already kind of maxed out, like, kind of like, at college and you know his rookie year he was hurt well he was cleared before the season but you know everybody you're gonna use the hip injury every time he played bad but when he played good you don't hear anything about it yeah. but yeah that's a <laughs> but yeah I, I i i didn't like the pick i i was mad i ain't gonna i ain't gonna lie i was mad you mentioned a ton of different things, like the things that he had in Alabama, the advantages that he had that a lot of other quarterbacks didn't have, like some of the best receivers still in the NFL right now. What about uh, 
his injury concerns was that was that still a concern when he came out of the draft for you too? I mean, you mentioned the hip injury. Like, I mean, every <clears throat> we just found out today, you know, the day that we're recording this, that Tua isn't going to play. I feel like that's been you know a, an issue since he came into the league. Is that is that kind of been your experience as a fan? Yeah, that's definitely been like like I say once once before like before the draft. Uh, that's uh, one of the main things I was tweeting. He's injury prone. I don't want to take him at five. Like, if I do take him, let's take him at 26. Like, I feel better about it. But taking a player, an injury prone player at five with a, a messed up hip and, you know, all the other injuries he had, ankle injuries and all these other injuries. I just, and then, like, for his small frame, I mean, he he's pretty thick, but he's small at the same time. I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, like he, he just for a small frame behind our line, he don't got a, he don't got the Alabama line. It's behind the Dolphins line, and I, I know he gonna take some hits. I know he was. I just feel like he 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 couldn't. He wasn't gonna be able to like you know handle the punishment. And as everybody seen, he missed what four or five maybe five four or five games a year. Like he he, he just too small, and he he don't know when to throw. They don't get rid of the ball. Like he he take unnecessary shots like when he knowing he can't take no shots you know mm-hmm. so I already, I already knew the injury that was one of my main things I was like he was a decent player but he was uh, a bit overrated but I just I was worried about the injury and look you everybody see what's happening <laughs> so yeah I mean that's that's one of the biggest stories right now in mostly this entire season is is his injuries. And I, I, so I knew that he was injury prone, but I didn't know what you said. Like he kind of doesn't play the smartest. Sometimes it looks like where he kind of maybe does things to get himself injury. Is that kind of what you meant? Am I, yeah, am I like, getting that right? Yeah, that you're getting that right. Like he, he'd be trying to play hero ball too much. Like he'd be, he'll have plenty of time to make a throw, but he won't until the last minute, but it'd be too late. He'll run right back into the pressure and then boom concussion or boom mm. this or boom that you know like mm-hmm. he he begin to self hurt you know mm-hmm. so one of the things that you know i wanted to talk with you about was you know i asked you if the if you were happy when the dolphins draft him obviously not the the dolphins are nine and w- w- finished nine and eight they made the playoffs are you surprised at all that they made the playoffs having to start skylar thompson uh in the last in the last game uh, in week 18 um I won surprise, like I say, we we supposed to make the playoff. Um, I believe in Skyler. You know, like he he he's not the he's just you know he's a seven round rookie. He's he's still learning. He's still getting adjusted to the speed of the game. He, you know, one thing I was impressed about him, like he stood tall in the pocket. He kept taking big shots, kept getting back up, and he didn't turn over the ball. You know, and he let the defense and Jason Sanders bring it bring it home for us by him doing it, taking care of the ball. So. Uh, I, I was ex- I was excited for him, man, because everybody was saying that season was up. The tour stands were saying the season was over. Uh, we don't got no chance. We don't do this. We ain't got this. We finna get beat. We ain't going to the playoffs. Better look, better look next year, and everything. Everybody was counting them out, and mm-hmm. for him to get us into playoffs when tour couldn't, <laughs> uh, it it was great. It was great, man. I'm happy for him and. I hope he play play well in the playoffs. Like I mean, people can't be mad about like you know him playing the playoff tour not there to be available. So we got to work with we, we got to work with what we got. But you were mentioning that like Dolphins fans like to hang on to guys that are good guys. Did you see that the same way with like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna name 
a mediocre quarterback. And I'm, it's not like I'm saying Tua's a mediocre quarterback, but this is who I thought was a mediocre quarterback, and it's kind of proven to be that way in Tennessee, is Ryan Tannehill. And, like, did, did Dolphins fans, like, defend him like they defend Tua back in the day? Man, I've never seen nobody get defended like Tua. Like, this oh. is my first time ever, like, this it, it's crazy, man. Like, <laughs> like at all, at least, like, I, I don't know what's up with Tua, man. They they love Tua. Tua, they boy, man. Were people defending Tua when Fitzy was there and he was starting over him? Man, they was defending Tua, like, and saying Fitzy trash. And, <laughs> like, but if, if they, if somebody's throwing over Tua or somebody getting a start over Tua, they're going to find a way to bash it and, you know, shoot it down. Oh, Tua's the best quarterback for this team. He's the best quarterback since Dan Marino and blah, blah, blah. But, in reality, he really just—he never made the playoffs or anything. The scholar had to get us in there, mm-hmm. like so. You can't put that type of label on him if like he never just really proved anything. You know what I'm saying? He, I know he's still a young player, and he still—he still could get better if the concussions don't make him retire early. Like, yeah. but it's just not—not not right now, man. I—I I, I just don't see it. Like, like I say, I don't count the games. And because uh, every year we we go on a streak, a winning streak with the weak part of our schedule. Mm-hmm. Teams we're supposed to be be having bag of quarterbacks. You know, sorry teams. You know, we supposed to beat them, especially this year with the talent we got on offense. We supposed to beat like them teams we went on the five game winning streak with. You know, oh yeah. Like so, I didn't get. I was excited for him though because he usually played trash against sorry teams too. But he 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 did better this year against the sorry teams we're supposed to beat and. I was excited for him, but at the same time, I just knew at the end of the season, like, it, it was going to change. So, like, I mean, I'm looking at the stats of Tua from, like, you know, 2020 to 2021 and 2022. Like, 2022 was a really good season for him, like, statistically, right? Like, he got, mm-hmm. you know, better touchdown percentage, better yards per attempt. Like, I mean, he's improved in almost every category, and he's 8-5. and five. Like, when you look at, you know, you mentioned kind of like your Tua detractor and stuff like that, when... You hear people like bang on the drum for Tua. You mentioned they like that he's a good guy. What is the biggest argument that they say like Tua is the real deal because of this reason? They like they just think he elite. They just they just think he has no flaws, and, and that's my problem with it. Like I'm a Dolphin, fan. I'm a diehard Dolphin, been Dolphin all my life. I call everything for what it is. You know, like I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna. You know, just because he's a Dolphin player. Like, Tua not the only Dolphin player I didn't like or, you know, that, you know, throughout the history. But he, he's the quarterback of the team, so he's going to get most of the smoke, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they'll be talking about passer rating and he number one in this and that. But when Mac Jones was number one in passer rating for most of the last season, he ended up not being the number one. But for most of the last season when he was, everybody – all the tour stands were shooting it down. Oh, there's a BS waters down stat. Oh, that stat don't mean nothing. And now, since two of the number one passer rating, they pushing it, pushing the agenda like they, oh, yeah. man, they, that's how you see down my news feed. Number oh, one yeah. passer rate, number one did. I like, but when Mac Jones was that, y'all was saying there's a water down stat. Now, since two of leading, now y'all praising it. So, you know, which one is it? 
<laughs> I love that. I love that you put that. I definitely led you right into that one because I know that that's where your feet is clogged up with people saying that he is the best quarterback rating specifically. And like you said, people were saying the same thing about Mac Jones. Well, when you look at the rest of the AFC East, I mean, obviously Zach Wilson. I don't think he, there's there's rumors he might not be here next season for the Jets. But I mean, you look at Mac Jones, and like you don't believe in Mac Jones, obviously, right? Well, I like the Mac Jones better out of college than Tua. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, I like the Mac Jones better out of college than Tua. And then Mac Jones had a good rookie year, you know. Another Alabama th- quarterback, though, right? Yeah, like th- that's that's the only thing. Like I like the, his um, his mental makeup. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like his mental makeup. I feel like he more mentally tough than Tua. Like that that don't mean necessarily like he got a better arm talent or whatever. I just feel like he was better mentally than Tua. Like especially being like the Patriots, you know how they run their organization and oh, yeah. everything. And for him to as a rookie to take them to the playoffs and make NFL top one hundred Pro Bowl or whatever, I know they're gonna say that's watered down too, but you know, like I just feel like then at Alabama he had less to work with than Tua and took his team undefeated and won a national championship. That's mm-hmm. something Tua didn't get to do. He didn't. He had to come in and do it. Like he couldn't. He didn't never lead a, a whole season by himself to win it. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And he had way more talent. And mm-hmm. Matt Jones had less. I know people say he had Wilder, Devontae Smith, but Wilder was hurt the whole year oh, with the right. ankle injury. Mm-hmm. So like that's what I, I like that Jones better coming out of Alabama. So yeah, I, at the time I said I'd take Matt Jones over over Tua. You know, but Matt Jones. Like you say, he's just an Alabama quarterback. He's he's kind of him and Tua kind of on the same level, like sort of. Um, but what happened to Mac Jones this year? They had Matt Patricia, our defense coordinator, calling the plays for him, and you know his coach left him and stuff. Yeah. So he regressed this year, and he he looked at we looked at mid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely seems that way too. I don't know if anyone could blame Mac Jones for his lack of development with Matt Patricia as offensive coordinator too. Uh, so you mentioned how you're like not the biggest fan of Tua. How do other Dolphins fans treat you over Twitter because of this? I mean, because I, I see some of them, like you'll retweet the ones that agree with you, but is it like the majority of them or is it not so much? Man, uh, man, probably like 95% of them don't like me, man. <laughs> <laughs> did you say you got, did you say you got kicked out of a, of a Dolphin space, Twitter space before? Man, I got it was the other day, man. I just clicked in the space and then um I was requesting to speak. Uh-huh. And the dude like so I, I got out because he, he wanted to let me speak. So I got back in and I was requesting to speak again because I was trying to, you know, get my input on what they was talking about. Yeah. And he just kicked me like smooth off of there. I like, what the heck, man? Like <laughs> like you're not gonna even let me talk. Like, I don't know you, dude, you don't know me. <laughs> Like, let me talk so you can get to know me. You know, he didn't even give me a chance. He just shut me smooth out. <laughs> it was it was crazy, man. I yeah. said, dang, they they get real personal and mad over to them. If you don't if you don't agree with them or, or follow what they follow, man, they gon' they gon' they gon' disown you for sure. You feel that way with a lot of the fan base over Twitter, like they disowned you or or like they I mean, do they they get personal, don't they? Man, they get personal, man. I'd have fake pages made of me. I'd have a lot of my my pictures photoshopped on inappropriate stuff. I didn't have people oh, talking geez. about my wife. Oh wow. Uh man, I've seen people talk about 
other people's kids and wives, like the two of fans talk about oh, other really? kids, wives. Man, they man, I'm telling you, they they terrible, man. It's it's crazy. Like I said, I ain't never seen a uh a, 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 a fan base of a person like this. Like, I mean, you have your fan base, like, you know, LeBron fans, people gonna defend him, but they won't defend him disrespectfully though. Like they mm-hmm. be man, two of fans different, man. They they totally different. I ain't never seen anything like it. They get real personal. Like you can just have a, you can't even have a regular sports debate. Like it's automatically gonna just turn personal. Like that quick. Like they won't even give you a chance. They'll call you all types of names and like it's. I'm telling you, they 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 tough. Do they ever try to like get in your messages or anything and and uh, and threaten you there or anything? Man, boy, man, <laughs> in, in three years, man, I've had so many people in my inbox threatening me or. Cussing me out, calling me this, calling me that, man. Oh, like geez. they, they real, they real personal. And like, and it's it's crazy to the point. Like other people, like that, that feel the same way I do. They won't speak on it because of that. Like they oh, inbox yeah. me and talk to me one on one about it. But I ain't gonna say they're afraid to speak out on it. They oh, just yeah. don't want the. They just don't want the drama that come with it. You know, they want to say I agree with you without actually putting it out there publicly, right? Yeah, without yeah, yeah, facts. Like they they don't want to deal with. See, and it, it shouldn't be like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be like that. Like you can't express yourself without the the two offense attacking you and just making you just you know like yeah. it shouldn't be like that. Like well, the th- yeah, they. Well, go ahead. Uh, yeah, they was um they be scared to, you know, tweet about it. Some of them not. Some of them tweet about it, but like it's like I say, it's a lot of them throughout these three years that inbox me personally. Like, you know, hey, I feel the same way you do, and so, but like they won't tweet about it because of the, because of how the two fans are. Yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> like it's just it's just funny that like I I just experienced this for the first time. So like I inbox you to like see if you come in for the interview, and then I made a meme recently. Like like so for those that don't follow Twitter or whatever, like I made this meme of. Uh, is like the Spider-Man scene where they're all lifting like an unconscious Spider-Man. And it was something, the effect of like the dolphins rolling out to a, for the Bills Dolphins game, which is before I knew that like they were actually going to play him. But my, my meaning at least for it was that, uh, like the dolphins basically didn't treat the concussion <laughs> situation really good with Tua, like the first concussion and like the NFL got in their case for it and then they fired someone or the NFLPA made them fire a medical examiner or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I said that it's not like so much like, Hey, look at Tua. He's unconscious. Cause he wasn't, he got concussed, but uh, it was more or less to point out like, Hey man, like if they need to win this weekend, they're probably going to try to trot him out as much as easily or, you know, Tua. like as much as, you know, I know you're not Tua a fan, like Tua gives them the best chance to win probably over Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson. Right. Like, I think we can agree on that. Yeah, we can. I've I been giving that. I've been giving them a hard time about that, though. But yeah, we can yeah. give us the best chance realistically. You know, yeah, maybe he's not the perfect quarterback by any stretch of the imagination or there's like, you know, 20 other quarterbacks you want, but still better than their backups, at least at that point. And then it turned out. But like, I've. I've dealt with Dolphins fans over Twitter just saying something like just having a stupid meme about, you know, the Dolphins losing or whatever. And like Dolphins fans are just another level of like fandom, at least of like like uh, when the Bills lost against the Dolphins in week three, like, you know, I'd say something or whatever. 
and the Dolphins fans would just be like, cry about it, cry about it. Like, that's all, all my replies were cry about. And like, whatever, I'm not going to cry about it. <laughs> like, I mean, I did, I did a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I was like, whatever. And then this, this meme came around, and like, I've been getting like called like ridiculous amount of like terrible names in my inbox. Like, you know, you're a, you're this or that, like things I won't say just cause like anyway, yeah. if there's any children <laughs> at all listening or people that, you know, are, are really Christian, <laughs> they won't want to hear it. So, uh, I was kind of surprised by that because I guess, you know, but, but what you're saying makes sense because like these people follow to it and like, and don't get me wrong. Like I love Josh Allen, right? Like I think that he's a great guy. I think he's a great person. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he, is he the best or the most perfect quarterback? I'm not 100% sure about that, but there's a lot of things to like about the guy. There's, you know, more things, there's so many more things to like about him than not like about him. But if somebody's like, you know, uh, Josh Allen deserves to be injured this next game, I'd be like, oh, you're a jerk or whatever. But like, <laughs> whatever. Like, w- what some person says to me, it does not matter. But I definitely wouldn't inbox a person and be like, you know, put your profile picture on something else, like some inappropriate stuff where you have to like, I don't know, like the things that you're mentioning people doing, it's just like, I don't care that much. You know what I mean? Like what is, I understand fans are fanatics and there's a reason why people are called that, but that's a whole other level, man. I I really sincerely feel bad for you to like have to deal with that, like just for having a stance and like, dude, give you credit for like not backing down, man, because that's not easy to do when people are... uh, are banging on the uh, in social media. I mean, I realize it's just social media. It's not real life, but you know, it can get annoying too, right? Man, it is man, it's it's real annoying. Like, like for me, like I, I like the I like the debate sport. Like, long as we keep it on the um, debate level, you know, I can mm-hmm. debate all day. Oh yeah. But when they get personal and all that, it just take the fun out of. Like at one point, I actually thought about deleting my Twitter. Mm-hmm. I like, man, it, it, they making it not fun. Like I can't, you know. Yeah. Then then people's inbox like, man, no, nah, don't delete your music. <laughs> but you know what, y'all right, man. Let me let me let me stay on what I do. You know, I got. Yeah. I, I'm, let me believe what I believe in. You know what I'm saying? They believe in what they believe in. Let me do. Let me do what I do. You know and um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's very annoying, like, and childish, you know, like, that you can't even have, like, a, a sports debate, like, a regular little old sports debate without getting called this or getting memes made out of you, um, pay, fake pages created oh, and everything. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, my black list was long. Like, I had a lot a long black list from people doing stuff like that. Then I'm, I'm kind of too kind-hearted at the same time, so I went back there. Un- you know, unblocked mm-hmm. everybody. Then I start back blocking people more. <laughs> <and> then I- <laughs> it's like, man, like, cause they, they just, they can't, they can't stand the fact that I'm, I think different. You know, I'm not the only mm-hmm. one. It's a couple of other people that think like me or feel the same way about tour. But I, they, they just can't, they can't grasp it. They, 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 they hate it. Like, and I don't know why. Like, let me have my opinion. You know, like, y'all yeah, got Charles. Like. My just because it's my pain don't mean you know like I don't know man it's well, it's well, crazy what, yeah. what I appreciate about like your debate or your thoughts like you're not you. you at least I haven't seen you write this. Like you're never like two is trash, right? Like two is garbage like this and that it's which is like the most basic of fans like to say that and not like back it up with anything. Like, like you said about the Mac Jones thing, like 
Tua stands will like stand by the the quarterback rating and saying that's the pass rating. Like he's the best pass rating. Like so he's good. But like you said, like well you didn't say that when Mac Jones had the best passer rating. Like the, all of a sudden that was that was a watered down stat. Like you said, like nobody cared about that. Now you're saying it's a big deal. And you know like their argument for that. What is their argument except like to make memes of you or or get personal because there, there's no there's no discussion back and forth about it. Like that's, that's what I, that's one of the things I don't like. So like social media is like amazing. In a lot of ways, like, for example, like I, I wouldn't have been able to connect with you. Like if it wasn't for social media, but then mm-hmm. like you have the darker side, the side that like is annoying and gets to you of like the personal side or like where they try to trash like, you know, you or whatever, like, and that's, that's a side like I can't get with and it's just you know there's no there's no debating it you know like uh or whatever you know people will try to cancel you because <laughs> you know like because of something that you disagree with them on or whatever right yeah like it it is crazy man like like i say this it, is only because of tour like i be putting out all the time like tour has ruined this franchise he ruined this fan base like mm-hmm. we all divided now like the fan base is a, a mess night i said like it ain't pure no more like you know like it's either you roll with tool or nothing else with them like i gotta accept it like no nah, i'm not gonna accept it like mm-hmm. i'm standing on my i'm standing on my 10 toes man and go against all of them like and until tool proved me wrong he he just still ain't done done what he's supposed to for me yet my expectations my expectations are higher since they overhyped him coming out so you know like but yeah like it's it's no fun man when it, when like you can't have a regular sports debate like it's crazy like mm-hmm. they just come just attack you personally be all like you say be all in the inbox and just like you can just go through there and see the things they say like it's just it's uncalled for you know oh yeah like it's crazy Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Yeah, well, what about like, let's talk about, you know, the what Tua would have to do. You kind of alluded to it earlier when you're like, well, you know, let's see how he continues to do against good teams. Like he might have had you fooled in the beginning of the season. Like next season, we're talking 2023, two comes back, which he will. Obviously, fourth year of his contract, his rookie deal. Um, what does he have to do to prove to you that he is the guy if he can even do that? He got a um I know every quarterback ain't gonna play great every game. They're just unrealistic. But I just want to see 
good consistency. You know, I just want to see some consistent, good quarterback play. Like I said, I know he's going to have bad games here and there. But most of all, I want to see him win when it matters. Mm-hmm. Put the team on his back at the end of the season when the playoff race closed and we're trying to sneak in or get in. Like I want to see him put the team on his back then and, and play ball. Like That's the only way I can get sold. Like I can't get sold on just him playing good against you know, the mediocre teams that we play against, teams that's tanking and, you know, below 500. Like, I can't, I can't get with that. Like, that don't do nothing for me. It don't move me. I need to see them, like, Chargers. I needed to see them. 49ers, I need to see it. Green Bay, you see? Like, I need to see them, like, in the porn games like that. Like, that, that's, like, Josh Allen. Like, you're a Bills fan, Josh Allen. He put the team on his back in the porn games and he go winning for them. You know, like, you know, you know Mahomes, and you know yeah. all the other great quarterbacks. They put the teams on their back and clutch moments. Like you better not leave Josh Allen two minutes left with the, uh, you know, he got to go get his team a touchdown to win. He gonna do it nine times out of ten. He gonna do it, and that's what I want for tour. Like in clutch games, like big games, like that's my thing. That's another issue. That's like one of my main issues. And big games play the same way you did. Just like you did on the, uh, in the week part of our schedule. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he balled out the week part of our schedule. I give him credit on that. 300 yards, three touchdowns. Like, he, you know, he he was balling. But I need to see that when it matters, though. Like, every game matters, yeah, sort of, kind of. Yeah, but at the end is when it really matters, like, especially if you're in a playoff race. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see him grind out them, them hard-earned on the road, in the cold, snow rain whatever like i need to see them grind and wins up yeah you know i i one thing i'll say to that is because like i actually this is how i can tell i kind of like tua is because when people talk about like him like moving on or whatever i'm like oh man like that's i'm okay with that or whatever like if they like were to sign like a free agent quarterback like oh that might be good for us because like i think Tua's is pretty good now like you mentioned Josh Allen putting the team on his back. Like he did not do that the first few seasons. Like uh, what is it? The first season they didn't make the playoffs. The second season they did. And the third season they did. And it wasn't until his fourth season, third season, maybe third full season that he actually won a playoff game. So it did not happen right away. That's one thing I'll say to Josh Allen. And like that was the big thing that season was like, can he put the team on his back and actually you know, win it because he hasn't done it yet. So, like, there still might be time for Tua. I will give him, like, that sort of, you know, that that sort of level of, like, it might not come to fruition. But, like, you mentioned, obviously, we talked a lot about Tua. What are your thoughts on, like, Mike McDaniel and, like, the job he's done as a coach there? Are you are you happy with what you see there? Man, um, I like Mike McDaniel, like Mike McDaniel. When Flores was there, that's who I, I wanted Flores to get somebody like that as the OC. So, you know, they'll kind of can Flores. But Flo, I like Flores. That's my, that's my dog. That's my boy. But uh, Mike McDaniel, I like him. I just feel like he too friendly, like buddy, buddy, like friendly. I feel like he's a social media coach. You know, like he just want to be in the media looking cool with his Yeezys on and saying like funny stuff, funny smart stuff to make people laugh or you know, he's a cool guy, but I need him to be a good football coach because, like, his his game planning, his game management, I mean, is terrible. Mm-hmm. He don't know when to call challenges. Like, his play calling, 
like um it's been terrible in like a lot of situations this year. Like he, I, I feel like he, this is first year though. He gonna he gonna he should improve. You know this is this is learning year at the same time been in the playoffs. So that it's a good learning year. But I feel like he could be better though. Like he just gotta he gotta tap into football though and quit doing stuff for social media. You know that's my thing on him. Like the wish I wish I were colder sort of shirt like that sort of stuff like where he's trying to get clicks or whatever yeah walking around you know with a little strut i wish i would cold a shirt on and like i i don't like me i don't care about that i want to win yeah as a fan i want to see good football but tours things they love that because he, he he's real good with tour he loved tour you know they got a good connection so they love it i don't care about that like i want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I want to go to, hell, win a playoff game. I at least win one playoff game, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, they, yeah, I don't get caught into that that little flashy, you know, cool stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and that, that's why I like the Flores, like, because Flores was like, he was more like a disciplined coach, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can just do what you want. Like, he, he was strictly football. He came from a winning organization with the Patriots. Like so, he know how to win, and I feel like our organization 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 didn't respect it enough. Like mm-hmm. I feel like he was too hard nosed for them, you know, and it rubbed a lot of people in the building the wrong way. It rubbed the players, some players the wrong way, I guess. Tool, of course, and but like that's the type of coach we needed. Honestly, look, Flores had way less. Mike McDaniel had way more than what Flores had. We got the same record. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that just shows you, you know, but I, I like McDonough, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, I have this theory that, like, when a new coach comes in for, like, one season or so, they kind of inherit the same, the last coach's kind of culture or whatever. So it's either good or bad sometimes. And, like, maybe it's possible that, like, Mike McDaniel got that culture from Brian Flores, but, like, it doesn't last more than one season, if at all. Like, you know, if he was a hard-nosed guy, then, like, those guys fall in line, but like after a season, like they won't. If he's not a real leader of men, like they won't believe what Mike McDaniel is 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 trying to tell them. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Because I, I mean, I don't mind Mike McDaniel. I think I think like I, but I like Flores a lot too. And I think it sounds like based on you know some reports that you know apparently we're we're told we're told that they weren't true. That you know that they wanted. They wanted Flores to toss games, and and they didn't really want him in there anyway. But um, <laughs> what what do you think about this? So like the Bills are thirteen point favorites going into Sunday. Um, is there the Dolphins in general? And you mentioned this earlier. They're a good team. Like they have great players on that roster, both sides of the ball. Um, is there a scenario where you think that the the Skylar Thompson comes out and uh, and somehow like has some sort of I don't know, like, I don't want to say immaculate win or something, or like immaculate conception or immaculate reception sort of win, like something crazy. But could you see a scenario where where the Dolphins pull this one off and they're moving on? Um, I actually can, man. Playoff football is different. Like, you never know what's going to happen, honestly. But I think if McDaniel let Skylar Thompson be him and don't handcuff him too much, I get that he probably scared he's going to make a turnover, make a mistake. I feel like, hey, Man, we are we down to our third string quarterback. Let's just let's just go let's let's go be aggressive and let it you know let it all leave it out on the field. Like let's yeah. let them do him. Let, let them toss the ball down the field. Like or let them you know let them be aggressive and let's just go for it, man. I feel like we can do it, but 
uh, Josh Boyer, he he got to call a great defensive game. He got to figure out how to stop Allen. If we can, like, I know it's hard to stop Allen, but if we can contain him, like, for most of the game, I think we can do it. Like, because we did it. We've been doing it, like, when we play against y'all, but it's like we got to get out the field on third down on defense. That's what kills us. Like, third down. Josh Allen, we know he's going to scramble or something. Like, he's going to make a play. Like, see, and that's the type of quarterbacks I like. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to defend a guy like that. He can run. He's big. He's fast. He's strong. Like, he got a strong arm. He got good weapons, you know. Like, it's hard to defend a guy like that. So, if Josh, it's going to come down to the defense. And if if our defense can play a good game and, and McDaniel stick to the run to help Scott out, I think, it, I think we can – we can at least keep it close, you know. I th- I think we got a chance. Yeah, I like I like what you said. You got to go for all or nothing. Like lose fifty two to seven, or like possibly pull one out. You know, thirty one twenty four or something against the Bills. And I think that's how you beat them. If that's the case, man, this is like I- I'm so happy that we connected. Um, Scooter, you know, everyone can find you on Twitter at little l i l scooter two five four on Twitter. Um, this has just been like. A ton of this has just been a blast. Um, the Bills Dolphins rivalry, in my opinion, is back and it's strong again. This is a fun time to be fans of of both teams. And uh, dude, thanks for coming on and just talking with me. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate you. appreciate you for having me, man. It was an honor, man. Like I like doing stuff like that. And plus, I like I like to do stuff like this so the fans, the or the tour fans, can get a real you know good perspective about who I really am. You know, study. You know, instead of the Twitter debating and all that, I want them to know I'm really a person like this. You know, I'm a good person, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not a tool fan or whatever. But if you can change that, then hey, we we, we can we can move forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the. That's the key to this, man, moving forward and realize we're all people, and uh, most of us are good people. <laughs> For sure. Man, appreciate you, man. Thank you. So I want to thank Scooter again for coming on to the podcast or agreeing to do this and uh, just being open and honest and, and talking Dolphins uh, Bills preview with us. Uh, right now, the line, as of the time I'm recording this, the line for the Buffalo Bills game is the Bills uh, favored by 13 and a half points which is uh, a lot of points, a lot of points. The Dolphins are not going to start Tua. Uh, we do know that they're going to start third string, at least at this point, they're starting third string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. And, uh, you know, based on the stories that, you know, and Scooter's told me stories since this recording that uh, Dolphins fans and the way that they act on social media is just ridiculous. Uh there's obviously some really great Dolphins fans in the fan base out there, just like every fan base. Um, only a few really ruin it and spoil it for everyone else. Uh, Scooter's obviously one of those cool dudes. He's he's very good at just debating with actual points and words as opposed to, uh, you know, profanity or whatever else. And uh, And so... You know, for Scooter's hope, you know, I hope that the franchise turns around. I have a brother-in-law who's a big Dolphins fan, so he's super cool about it. Um, his, my nephews are Dolphins fans, too, as a result. So, uh, you know, for those people, the cool fan base, uh, you know, hope it's a good game. I obviously want the Bills to come out on top. For the people that are in, you know, Scooter's DMs telling him to do terrible things to himself or whatever uh using profanity over social media to all of you guys to me they do it all the time especially 
you know, recently. Uh, I hope that the Bills absolutely destroy the Dolphins for those people. So I hope they embarrass them. Uh, and uh, no, I'm not bitter or anything. I'm just letting them know. <laughs> and the last point I will say, though, is uh, I do hope Tua does get better from the concussions. Um, I believe he's had three concussions this season, which is just crazy. It's crazy, and it's also sad at the same time. The dude needs to get help. The franchise needs to help him or whatever the case is. He was injury-prone coming in to the NFL, and he's still injury-prone going out. You don't want to see a rivalry like the Bills-Dolphins die within the first few years because he has to retire. And you just hope for his health, knowing what what we know about CTE, that they they do what's right for him. Because I've never... I've always worried about Tua, but I'm more worried about how the organization has handled it rather than other organizations because you know that they have the best chance to win with him, and the franchise knows that. And uh, let's hope that they put his health first instead of uh, a winning winning record. So this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Like I said, uh, at the beginning of the season, my co-host Mike and I put a bet of $100 on the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl um, at the DeLago Resort and Casino. Uh, it was a super fun time, man. There's just something about being right there to, to make a bet. Um, it's a little bit different than doing it at your phone. To get that slip in your hand, um, I have it pinned up over my dresser. I'm hoping that, you know, we cash out. It's not much. It was like, what? I probably win like 50 bucks, but whatever, because the Bills had the best odds at that point. But um, check them out, the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Thanks again to Scooter. He's at LilScooter254 on Twitter. Super cool follow. Um, thank you guys all for listening. We'll talk to you guys after the Bills' hopefully victory over the Dolphins. And go Bills! Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Uh. It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? No. Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? No. I don't see nobody stopping us. No. Number one, no one on top uh. of us. What they gonna do in Matt Malone? Coming with the blitz off the edge Don't you throw it in the air Cause Trey White and Micah High will intercept Von Miller getting double team Now the team getting easy sacks Russo with the double moves Coming straight for the quarterback Take him down, take him down McDermott clapping on the sidelines And the crowd going crazy Mafia, it's our time Josh Allen, it's your time It's the Mafia, yeah Sunday, one Bills drive Mafia, where you at? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. 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 It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo, it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? I don't see nobody stopping us. Number one, no one on top of us. Mitch Moore snapped to Josh Allen, looking down the field, see no one open, so he scrambled right. He sees somebody open, but he off balance, so he gotta be focused. Dawkins with the block, Allen with the shock, 70 yards. Will it be called Gabe Davis or Jay Crowder? Down the field, past the whole roster, that Steph Diggs make it so easy. Touchdown, high. Feel rocking every Sunday. Got a hangover on every Monday. 
it. Get your bass kicked, you know we win it. Josh Allen passing, who gon' pass us? With Devin and Cook, you know we great. If you're not a Bills fan, we don't relate. Nah. Buffalo, 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 it's the Mafia Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Don Brown, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who's blocking us? No one Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>